Welcome to Everything Scary 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me as always is Mandy. Say hi. Yo, yo, yo! Indeed. Hello! Yo, yo. Hello. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. What do you What's happening, though? Maybe it's because we're going all the way back to 2016 for today's episode. Oh, God, that's not even that All the way, ago. well, actually, you know, also, I did, uh, was looking at one of them. Um, one of the, the stars was actually in a show from, like, I remember her from two shows. And I'll, we'll get to that in just a oh, second. Okay. But I'm excited about the, the movie that we're watching because this is one of the um, uh, few things on Netflix that has really caught our eye to the point where we actually want to watch something on uh, it. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted to watch it because you haven't oh, okay. seen it yet. I That's liked why. it. Okay, good. Well, yeah. at least we got that going for us. Yeah. Well, at least we got... It's, it's Netflix. I think and I don't like it. trust Netflix for horror because it just... The, the stuff that it considers horror sometimes is like, oh, and then it's like CW, they did something CW political, and I was like, that's not horror. You know, poke somebody's eyes out, do something, you know. Or C- know. CW Come horror. On. CW horror. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Except they did have uh, Supernatural. so pretty. I, I do love Supernatural. That, Sammy. One doesn't, that one doesn't count. Sammy, we gotta, so, we gotta fight somebody, Sammy. So we are watching. I don't trust you, Dean. So Every time. we are watching 2016's Before I Wake. Before I Wake by Mike Flanagan. I'm so excited. Yeah. I had no idea that Mike Flanagan was doing Mike it. Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan, of course, uh, you'll actually recognize him from being on here previously. Uh, episode 50, he did. He was the director of Dr. Sleep. Yes. Uh, but he was also in some other movies, or he actually directed some other movies. We've got Hush. Uh, that was the movie that he did with his wife. I want to say it was the same girl from Midnight Mass, right? Oh yeah, she's so she's the same girl from Midnight Mass, Haunting of Hill House. Yes, yes. So she's been in a lot of them. <clears throat> uh, also did Oculus, which was one of his though. big, like first movies that he ever did. I think her uh, name's Kate Siegel. Okay, cool. I think I don't. Anyway, Anyways, whatever. I love her. She's amazing. Yes. So I was I was surprised to see because I, I I really did like Oculus when it first came out, especially so it had the girl who plays Amy Pond from uh, uh, the uh, the uh, Doctor Who series. Oh. In there, the redhead. Yeah. yeah. She, she, like, apparently, like, she, she, they, they really trained her up to do the, the, yeah, like, the ha part. And they said, like, do it like you, you just beat your brother at something. And she goes, ha! And it's like, yes, perfect. <laughs> I was just like, I love that. That was, that is exactly how it should have been. <laughs> uh, but yes, he, not only does he do the, uh, the directing, but he does the writing on this one. He, well, at least he helps. Uh, with uh, with Jeff Howard, who is his longtime writing associate, also helped write him uh, write things on uh, Hunting of Hill House, uh, Midnight Mass. Unfortunately, Jeff, uh, as far as I can see, is the one who is responsible for the Netflix Resident Evil or, or Resi Evil because it's not Resident Evil; it's just uh, Resident Evil because it's a lazy show and terrible. So it's <laughs> Resident Evil. Whatever, well, I didn't see that man. one, and I don't, oh, I don't think I know Mike Flanagan didn't do that one. Right? I, yeah, no, he didn't. Okay, uh, yeah, that's I all can't... Jeff Howard there. The well, writer, this this poor. I poor thing. I love Mike Flanagan. I love Mike Flanagan. So I am genuinely excited. Uh, just I've already seen it, so I like this movie. But now I'm even more excited about it because Mike Flanagan is doing it. Okay, well, who else? Who's who's starring in it? Uh, so it's actually starring Kate Bosworth. Uh, you will know Kate Bosworth. Uh, she's being Lois Lane in 2006's Superman Returns. Uh, she was also in 2011's remake of Straw Dogs, and of course she was in 2002's Blue Crush. Yeah, I tried to watch the uh, the the remake of Straw Dogs because it's um I like the original one. That one has uh the guy from I you know I keep I, thinking of Reservoir Dogs. It's not Dustin Hoffman. It's the other it's the other guy. It's the guy with the 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 maybe it is Dustin Hoffman. It's the guy from 
sphere and stuff like that. I keep thinking of Reservoir Dogs. Uh, anyway, so it's it's a completely different thing. This guy goes yeah. to a small town that his girlfriend used to live in in England, mm-hmm. and like terrible stuff happens. Basically, the uh, the the people around them don't want them there, kind of deal. Oh. And same thing happens. And that was the 1970s, so everybody kind of felt like that. Uh, but um, that the new one was like, oh, we moved down to rural. You know, Alabama, and they're all terrible to us. And I was like, oh, great. That's awesome. Thank you. Huh. Like, like people wouldn't become, it's like, oh, man, we've got to get rid of these yuppies. <clears throat> it was more along the lines of, like, we got to get these people some sweet tea. They're drinking they're drinking twe- tea without without sugar in it. What the hell? How, and how it's y'all warm. Even surprised? Oh, my God. And it's warm. Uh, but, yes, she's so the girl from Blue Crush. I always forget about that. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a movie. Is that what made you think of Yo Yo Yo, or is it something else? No, uh, oh. it's it's a little even farther back. Oh, than okay, that. okay. But uh, she's not the only person in this movie. No, we have Thomas Jane in here. Uh, you'll remember him from uh, 2003's Dreamcatcher. He is to me the Punisher because not only was he in 2004's The Punisher, but he was in that uh, that Dirty Laundry thing that was like Andy, whatever the heck, the guy who made um, Dread did. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like that that one where he goes outside and he beats yeah. the guy up. I always get I always get him confused between um him and then is who's the guy who who was in um 1922 or 1922? 1923. That's uh, yeah. Aaron Eckhart, I think. Okay. Well, the, he looks exactly like somebody else in Hollywood, and it's like hard for me to tell the it's, difference. It's, it's very close, but I will say that the, the way that you can kind of tell him the difference is when you see him as Joe Miller from The Expanse, the TV show in there, uh, he does a completely good job doing the, the sort of assholey guy. Like the, the dude who's in two th- uh, t- uh, 1922, 1923, whatever that Stephen King movie was. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he can really pull off being a dick very well. Oh, I thought he was dickish. Oh, no. Thomas Jane does a great job, though. Because yeah. that's, that's the guy from, I think he plays uh, Harvey. Uh, like uh, Yeah. Dead Is that in, him? I think so. Who plays Harvey Dent so. in the don't Batman? Don't quote me on that. Okay. Because, see, that's why I keep getting him confused. I don't think so. I it, think it's a different person. It might be. We'll figure it out later on. It doesn't really matter. But uh, we also <laughs> got Jacob Timblay. Tremblay. 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 That's a, uh-huh. uh, he's Luca from 2021's Luca. He's also in Doctor Sleep from 2019, and he's in 2018's The Predator, that terrible one with Olivia Munn in it. Is he the one who gets um, in sure, Doctor Sleep? Not? Is he the one who's who gets his stomach eaten, or, or they eat him? I have no idea. Well, we need to figure that out because now I'm gonna wonder. Yeah, you should totally check Where that he's out. He's like, is it gonna? Are you gonna hurt me? And they're like, yes. And then yeah, they eat him. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that he, uh, Annabeth Gish is in this one, and that's the person I was thinking of because she is Trish. Uh, from 1998's SLC Punk, the one with... Um, you love that movie. That's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. I don't love it. Oh, I thought you loved that oh, movie. Oh, no. No, I don't love it. No. It's, uh, it's, I saw it at a very uh, substantive time in my life, so it's always that one where I pretend like I've seen like a good... like Oh, no. I, I'm into like punk rock and, and cool movie. Like, and, uh, oh, yeah. Let me tell you about this Matthew Lillard movie I watched. You're such a nerd. I'm such, a, I'm such an outcast. i got to tell you about all these oh, things. Oh, my God. Uh, but unfortunately, she's also sparky. From 1997, Steel, the uh, the the person who uh, like helped Steel build his suit. She was stuck in a wheelchair. Who plays Steel? Steel is Shaq. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, I'm Steel. I want to kill Steel. I'm like Superman. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I love it. Uh, it's actually uh, also has Dash Mihawk in it. Yep, that is Mihawk? Benvolio Mihawk? from. Uh, yeah, it's a fun way to say it. Yeah, but he's uh, Benvolio <laughs> in uh, 1996's Romeo and Juliet, and then we also got Scotty Thompson. She is in. Uh, 2010's Skyline, which is a movie that 
I remember, I think it was one of the last ones that I'd seen in the theater for like a long time. Mm -hmm. like I didn't watch movies in the theater after that. Um, but I saw it in the theater and it was worth it because that is a spectacle. It's not a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I it is a it, spectacle. I remember it being better at the end of the movie. Because in the credits, it shows a whole bunch of cool oh, yeah. shit that happens, yeah. and I and I never watched the end of the movie. I was just like, that was awful. Well, they have it's like beyond Twi uh, beyond skyline or something like that, which is like the number I, two one where that, that happens. One. Yeah, it is. But um, I loved uh, like the fight. I it got depressing to where you know because of the ending. But um, I love the the fact that it had that uh, had one of the uh, bomber. U, uh, UAVs in there. One of the uh, the bomber like Predator drones instead. Oh, yeah. Uh, and those had just been announced. It was like, oh, look at this this cool little bomber drone. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And there's this whole point where it's got to <laughs> drop a nuke on the on the spaceship and it's going and it's going and it's going and you're just like it's, it's it's like you know even if you hate football you get like primed when somebody's doing like the long run and you're just like yeah yeah do it do it and it blows up and nothing happens to the ship and I was like god damn it. <laughs> but uh, you know it was a good one. Uh, I'm excited to watch this one. I'm, I I don't remember anything about what it's about because you were like you just gotta watch it. You yeah, you just have to watch, watch it. it. And I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> I'm excited about it. And yeah. you know what? My mom watched it with us, well, which is good. so it's not like ridiculously scary, but it is pretty spooky. Oh, that's good. Uh, you know, we'll go. The ahead visuals and, are really nice. We'll go ahead is... and pause it here, and we'll we'll check it out again. Uh, this yeah. one's gonna be on Netflix, which is again surprising. But it is Mike Flanagan. They really love hopefully Mike Flanagan. Hopefully it's on Netflix. Did you check? I didn't check. Oh, well, hopefully it's on Netflix. Hopefully. Anyways, we'll let you know whenever we come back. I think the two of you will make wonderful foster parents. Good morning. How are you? Who's that? That's our son, Sean. Where is he? He's in heaven. Good night, Cody. I don't like to sleep. There's nothing for you to be scared of here. coming from real and true but his nightmares they're deadly sometimes if i do this it keeps him away i need to find out more about his dreams We're back. We are back. So, um, you did not like this movie. I well, so I don't, I don't, I don't like it for a very specific reason, and it's not because of anybody in it. So that's that still makes it a good movie. So if it, I just don't feel good about that, if it wasn't I'm for that sad. one part, if it wasn't for yeah. that one part, would you dig it? Oh yeah, probably. Um, you know, it, it maybe you know it depends on on how they did it, and you know, just I, I don't know. I feel awkward about it. Because I'm like, meh. Well, it's also Mike Flanagan who really likes killing people off. Well, I wouldn't mind if there was actually a kill. Because, uh, I mean... This I is mean, very much a, a, a PG-13 movie. I mean, I mean think I about it. Like, in so in Oculus, they die. Yeah, again, though, they, they in die. In Haunting of Hill House... They die. The the, the bent neck lady Yeah, they, is... they, they die. They die. 
but they don't like disappear. I still think that and oopsie poodles and you know it's 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 like in Oculus. Uh, you know they die bad. You know people yeah. die. That, I think that was bad. the reason why I didn't like Oculus because I was like that's horrible. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you killing them off. I'm not afraid of you disappearing them. Uh huh. Because then I'm like, well, why why didn't they come back? I hate that. But anyway, uh, this movie does begin with uh, our friend uh, Dash Mahawk. Uh, I, I hope that's how he spells his, sure, says his name. Mahawk. Looks like yeah. Mahawk. Uh, Benvolio uh, comes up with a gun uh, and he uh, walks into a child's room, uh, apologizes to the child, Cody, uh, in this situation, and uh, then uh, is about to pull the trigger. Then he hears something, so he fires off into the distance, uh, waking the child up. Uh, and then... And then he cries. Yeah, we, we flash away from that. Ta-da! Uh, and this is when we're introduced to uh, Kate Bosworth and Thomas Jane. Uh, and they are dealing with their, their kid having died. And they're talking to a... Well, they don't, they're not dealing with that at the moment. Right now, we're just talking to well, the, the social worker. Yeah, we're talking to the social worker. But they're, they're talking, it's like, are you ready for this? You know, it's like, here's... We're, I'm, I'm going to give you this kid. And then we deal immediately with them putting away all the the pictures of the kid right uh we deal with kate bosworth going to the um the therapy the the counseling group group session and uh that's um yeah that's that's like like, you know i'm gonna give you this this kid and we keep trying to place him with foster kids but you know it's just foster parents foster parents whatever foster parents uh and it just doesn't work so and then you know to to prepare their home they're like John said they're getting um, they're taking down pictures of the family <coughs> putting up um Sheon. putting up um uh, like what are the, what are those things called like rails rails in the shower yes so that uh, way um, so like a like a bar like an arm bar so yeah that he so he, he can pull himself up yeah so we get the immediately and I do like that because we immediately get told that okay so that's what happened. You know, the kid, their kid, their previous kid that they're putting, they're like, they're putting things away for the previous kid. What happened to him? Oh, he obviously drowned in the tub somehow because they're, they're putting the the tub like stuff on there. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't show that in a movie if it didn't have something to do with it. You know, unless they were putting little grippies down on the floor and they were just like, Thomas Jane really acted hard putting little grippies down. Let's put him in there. Let's just, just, just have him do it. You know what? Thomas Jane did a really good job considering he didn't have a lot of stuff in this movie like uh, it obviously was not focused on him i don't think he i think they knew straight out that he wasn't supposed to be doing anything he was supposed to just be likable and there and he was very likable like that and oh, that's yeah. that's what hurts your heart too is he's such a likable dad and I, I feel really weird about it just because his hair is terrible he doesn't have the normal thomas jane hair which it's short <laughs> and, and tight in there it's long and scraggly he looked like who is it? I thought Thomas, he looked like or, uh, Hayden Hayden Thomas, uh, Thomas Hayden yeah Thomas or... Hayden Church the uh, the guy who plays um... in Demon Night yeah that works and yeah. George of the Jungle and uh, um, I like him as uh, the guy from uh, Wings because oh what he was yes in all the yes time. yes he was and he was also the Sandman but even the Sandman <laughs> he he had better hair than that <laughs> okay. he just looked terrible he looked terrible like that whole time I'm like somebody give this poor guy a, a you know I just wanted to wash his hair the whole time because. <laughs> Thomas Jane's hair looked so scraggly and greasy. I was just like, dude, you're not whatever you are, like, trying to go for. Like, whatever that's happening, we're not doing he it. He looked disheveled. He was yeah. looking for a disheveled dad, and he, 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 that's what he looked like. So, um, that happens. They end up bringing Cody home. Cody is so cute. 
such a cute kid. And he immediately like just gets right in there in your heart and is just adorable. And, you know, he, he shakes, you know, he gets to their house and, um, he shakes their hand. Like he shake he shakes them, Thomas, Thomas Jane's hand. And he has this little box. And so Thomas Jane says, do you want me to take that for you? And he kind of like pulls it away and he's like, okay, no problem. Just whenever you're ready. And then he hands it over to him, which I like, like, that's an odd situation. No, Why did it's you... not. Well, 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 no, for a he's movie, it is. He's trying to show trust. For a person, it is. Like, you know, that's, that's a normal situation, but it, it like immediately, it you immediately goes down. You thought it was down. cute. I, it was weird to me. It was a weird situation, but I mean, it, it made sense later on, I guess. I'm, I'm okay with it. I Anyways, didn't have a huge issue. He, he, he showed trust in him, so he was just like, okay, here yep. you go. So he he gave him the box. They put him into a nice room. The room has butterflies in it, thank God, because apparently he likes butterflies. And uh, then they're putting, I guess they're putting him to sleep. And I know he he whips out the uh, the soda that time. So he's in his little little. In his little treasure box, box that he, he has, keeps yeah. under that he now keeps under the bed, it actually has sodas in it, soda and like energy drinks and sugar packets and um, caffeine pills and a big book of butterflies, which I guess he just passed out then because uh, we see later on Thomas Jane and the girl laying down at the couch, and that's is it the first night that they have that where they we've got the butterflies showing up? I think it's the second night. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's the first night because they do the they they do. He... Well, no, I don't think it's the first night because he goes to school like normal and nothing nothing happens. That's right. And then the second night is whenever they see the butterflies. And he he starts hanging out with the girl. The one thing I did think was pretty funny is they had a girl cast uh, in this one who was talking who was very nice to Cody uh, at the school that he's in. He's having to deal with the you know, the normal stuff, but they had a girl. Who was like twice his size? <laughs> she was huge, but she yeah. was so she was so Which cute though. Which made sense though, because that's what happens during that period of time. Plus, really? he's a he's I don't a sickly remember, little kid. I don't remember being taller than oh, a lot of my glasses. All of, all the girls were always taller, and, and then you know the guys tall. hit the growth spurt. Like is, you know, is what happened. Yeah, and then they're all teeny weeny. True, uh, and that works just fine. Uh, but I'm just I thought it was a really cute kind of idea because you also have it to where he's smaller than every kid in the class and he's looks sickly so you know he's not sleeping he's not doing the stuff he's supposed to and he's just like Meh. um this is when he gets back there uh he's gonna crash out i guess at this point the and this is when he talks about the canker man right um yes because he's like i don't i don't want to go to sleep because because kate bosworth finds all this stuff under his bed that's right and she she asks him about it. She's like, "Hey, I found your stimulants under the bed." And he's like, "What are stimulants? What are stimulants?" And she says, "Oh, it's you know soda and the caffeine pills and stuff." And she and he says, "I don't like to sleep." And she says, "Well, you know, I can understand that, but is it you know how, everything's okay? You're safe here." And he's like, "No, it's the canker man. Like that's who I see. I see the canker man." And she says, "Well." You know, I used to believe that there was a witch under, you know, that there was a witch outside my window. And I realized that the scratching that I heard wasn't the witch. It was a tree that had gotten too big. And maybe whenever you realize why you're scared, it won't be as scary. And he... He's like, no, the, the canker man is always there. And he says he's always there. It's like, well, the canker he's man... He's always with me. You, you, he, you've moved. The canker man can't get you here. And she's like, oh, he's always with me. He's always with me. And I'm like... Okay, interesting. And that's when they go hang out downstairs. Thomas Jane and his wife fall asleep watching... T- House on a Hill. Yeah, that was weird. 
No, that it wasn't. Was, it's public domain. I know, but it was weird that they're watching <laughs> know, House on Haunted Hill because he's just sitting there like staring like, let me go ahead and watch House on Haunted Hill. And that's when... Am I the only person that is allowed to do that? Or <laughs> Yes, yes, you are. Uh, but at that point is when we get uh, the butterflies. Yes. Uh, a lot of big uh, blue monarchs and... Uh, no, blue morphos and monarchs and other stuff. And they're looking around and uh, they're like just just delighted by the whole situation. Thomas Jane tries to catch one in the glass for uh, for him. Yeah, and then uh, they look around. Uh, we see behind Kate Bosworth that there's a creepy pale shadow, very thin, and then it crashes out. Nothing happens, and that's the end of it. And so, oh my God, something well, happened. It was beautiful. Well, it disappears. Like yeah. it it disappears into Everything a puff of smoke right yeah. including the butterfly that was in the cup yeah. that that thomas jane had and but um kate bosworth actually gets bit by one of the moths no, yeah, that was or, or by a moth that was there which i'm like moths can they bite well this one did yeah so so that happens and then they're like did you see that that was freaking crazy right and then the next day um cody goes to school like like usual well, I thought, so isn't this when we get the point where she's, or is that when she's like waiting for him to sleep, right? And that's, because I thought it was like, I think I thought she was just like, okay, that was crazy. Or wait, they tried oh, to go to sleep. Oh, wait, or he comes downstairs and says, I'm sorry. Right? No, no, or no, that no. was later on. That was later so, on. So, but at this point, I think what happens is, is that we have, and it could be just very close to the same period of time. Kate Bosworth is, uh, goes downstairs to get water. Because she's, like, freaked out by the whole thing. She can't sleep because she has insomnia after the death of her child. Uh, and then we see a weird shadowy form off to the side. Yes, which is her which is her son. And then she breaks the glass and it's creepy. And it's, oh, God, what happened? And then he runs upstairs. That's when she... Uh, that's the next day. Then we have the next day is we, we have the school thing. We're introduced to uh, dead kid number one who is the mean bully kid. And Such a shit. Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. Uh, and that is it. It is okay. Cool. I, I was weirded out by that. We also get is that the butterfly one where it's like, don't butterflies have the things on their head? And she like draws yes, them on there. Yes, because right. because he befriends the the little girl. That's right. And um, so he goes home, and then <clears throat> they ask about the kid. They explain that it's Sean. Because uh, they, they've they got one photo up. Uh, Thomas Jane has one photo up in the room that's uh, just of them. And he kind of explains, oh, well, that was our, our son. And it's like, where is he? Oh, in heaven. That's where my mommy went. Yeah, and it's like, oh, da 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 And they, that's basically, they, they end the night. And that's when, uh, the next night, the kid just can't, Cody can't stay up. So he passes out. And this time we get a fully corporealized version of the dead Sean, uh, the dead child of, of Thomas Jane and Kate Bosworth, uh, standing there in his photo picture like stuff and just smiling, doing the same thing. Doesn't move, doesn't react to anything that they're doing. They're He's hugging all blinking. over him. I feel like that's a really important thing that they did. He also doesn't talk. Yeah. Uh, but they, they did a lot of stuff cause he, you know, yeah. And he, he doesn't make any other facial, facial movements or anything like that because he hasn't seen them do anything like that. Uh, doesn't talk, doesn't do anything. It's like, Oh, it's okay. And then he, uh, you know, Cody wakes up and, you know, Sean poofs. Thomas Jane does see him, though. And and Kate, I mean, obviously they both see him. Yeah, they both, and they, like, they hugged, you know, she, uh, Kate Bosworth hugs all over him. He's like, oh my god, it was, it was him. And then they've kind of got the idea at this point that, ah, 
And then he comes when downstairs he, and he says, I'm sorry. Yeah, when he dreams, he has a whole thing. He, he, he Whatever he dreams, life. yeah, it comes to life, including um, good dreams and not so good dreams. Yeah, well, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Because at this point, uh, Kate Bosworth has it in her head that she's going to go ahead and uh, use this uh, to bring... Heal, as yeah. she says. Heal. Uh, he's got to help us heal. Uh, in fact, she did a whole bit when she went to the uh, uh, the the second time. The I guess it's the last time that we see the uh, the the help group who kind of explains to her that uh, you know they, these people don't really you know you're you're having a waking dream. You know, it's not like a real thing. You know, kind of thing. But now she's seeing the kid run around. She's like, ah, obviously I know how to do this. I wish I could have heard him. Aha! I have an idea. I'm gonna go ahead and make uh, Cody watch the uh, the the. The, the Christmas the video. Christmas video. And she does. And then she puts him to sleep. Uh, and Cody has the dream with the whole Christmas bit. I but thought this it was, was beautifully done. Well, cause, especially with the butterflies. Because they had the butterflies that were, like, made out of the lights. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it looked like Christmas lights. So, you know, each of the butterflies was red and blue and green and all that stuff. And they were all flying around. And you see Cody, or, or I'm sorry, Sean. You see Sean there. And he's talking to everybody, and he's like, "Oh man, look at this! It's a tra- I got a train." And they're doing the whole nose like Eskimo kisses thing that she did to him, and she's loving it. And you can kind of tell that Thomas Jane is like, "This ain't right. This is this is bad." And it's at this point that we have two butterflies that have two white butterflies that have gone, um, you know, they're flying away, and they're in this like swarm of moths. And this is probably one of the cooler things that they did is they they had all these moths form a body and the two white moths were the eyes and it had it walking towards um, Cody's room and it opens up the door. The moths dissipate and then there's a form, the, the creepy form standing there. Canker man. And the canker man goes up to Cody and he says, I will always be with you. And that's when Cody wakes up and Sean poofs and uh, there we go. Uh, it's also at this point that we get um, like it's the next day. Like and uh, t- Thomas Jane is taking uh, like the kid back to, to the house and he looks around and Kate Bosworth has hung all of the photos that they had of their dead kid up. And he is not happy with that. He's like, come on, this isn't fair to him. That's not right. We said that we were going to take care of this kid. And it's like, eh, eh. Uh, This is when uh, the next day, Cody is getting taken into school. He starts walking in, and that's when the dick kid, who's like, ah, victim number one, decides to slap the big jar with the dead butterfly. Well, it was a live butterfly, and then he fucking killed it. Yeah, it was was flying around in there, and then he killed it. And he he killed the thing. And that's when... uh, Cody just, uh, you know, it was a nice thing because there was no, there was no banter, there was no nothing else. Cody, like, just chucks his ass down, and then his little, you know, blonde girlfriend kid, kid comes up, and is like, "You started it, Tate. I'll take you down." And she was like three times bigger than Tate, so, so I. So Tate doesn't do anything. He no, just, he's just, he just sat there. He's like, I, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, he, oh, no, he just glares no, no. at them and stays on the ground. Well, school starts, so they leave Tate's little bitch ass outside. And Tate decides that he's going to get his revenge. And, you know, Cody's having a... Cody, right? I keep saying Cody. Cody. Yeah. So Cody has a really hard time staying awake in class because he was up all night 
you know, eating sugar packets and drinking soda and all this other stuff. And um, he's actually drawing the canker man, mm. right? Because the canker man is there. Sometimes it helps it not happen. It helps, yeah, it helps him not come. So he ends up falling asleep. Um, and at recess, at recess, yes. So, and that's when uh, Tate decides that he's going to go ahead and fuck around with him. But before he can, Canker Man shows up and tells him, Screw, which was terrifying, <laughs> by the way. And just ate his ass. And that's when the little blonde girl, unfortunately, saw the whole situation, too. And Annie's, Annie, I think Annie's the little girl. So, just, so I, she's the yeah. little blonde girl sees the Canker Man there, and the Canker Man twists his body back, like to look at her, screams at her, and his face, like, flips upside down, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. And, um, like, so that way it can, like, look at her like normal, but its body's all weird in a U. And then rushes uh, at, uh, at at Tate, and, like, we don't see exactly what happens. But, but there's uh, a lot of screaming. But the blonde girl does scream loudly enough to wake up Cody. Cody, Cody who wants to go the hell home when he gets to, to He gets uh, out of work, or he Kate gets Bosworth out of school. He's just like, oh, hey, I can pick He's like, I'm picking you up. What's going on? <laughs> he's just like, we need to go now. Some kid ran away. We gotta go. I gotta go. Let's go. Um... <laughs> That's when she's getting kind of tired of the fact that he's not going to sleep. I remember that part. Yeah, because she wants to see Sean. And that's all she wants to do. She's such an asshole. Uh, It's at this point that uh, Cody's feeling sick and he doesn't want to go to school because I think he's too freaked out to, you know, he's afraid he's going to hurt somebody. The kid, the kid disappeared. Yeah. So Thomas Jane uh, picks him up or takes him out shopping and they get him a cool race car bed. And paid for his room. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Thomas Jane just makes such a great dad. He's doing such a good job in this point. Uh, it, this is when he gets back home. Thomas Jane and, and Cody get back home, and the cops are there, and they're having a whole conversation with him about where the missing kid went. And they're like, "We need to talk to your son. Your very tiny son." Yeah. I'm about like, about you know school. <laughs> it's like I was like, that's kind of an odd situation to pop up here. Um, this is also when we cut to Kate Bosworth, who we find out now is a nurse. Uh, who is asking her doctor for a prescription for the... No, no, uh, Cody's doctor for a prescription. Yes. Because he's not sleeping, so he's going to head... I don't even think it's Cody's doctor. I think it's just a doctor. It's it's his doctor, I think. Because, you know, otherwise that's malpractice. Um, But apparently it's not... He's he's like, oh, it's cool. Um, Here, have him take this. It's, it's, you know, really light stuff. It's ambient, but, you know, for kids. Um, this is just to help him get some sleep at first. Like he needs to get regular sleep. Yeah, because otherwise he's it's gonna suck. He's gonna have waking nightmares. It's just not healthy for him. Or he's gonna have, he's gonna have um your body can't handle it or yeah. something like that. Your body can't handle not getting sleep. Yeah. Um. So I don't think she's given him the pills yet because we do have that whole bit where he hasn't slept. Maybe that was the night before. Well, that was the night before because yes. that was that was the day after the kid disappeared. Yes, because because um, she comes home. And Thomas Those, Jane tries to tell her about the cops. That's right. And he's like, tell me about how your son died. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, well, uh, we're, we're skipping the whole bit where um, what the reason why the kid really, really didn't want to go to sleep is now he's he started having waking nightmares. Uh, he has the whole bit where um, he's awake completely. But Sean shows up and says, this can't be happening. I'm awake. This can't be happening. I'm awake downstairs with Kate Bosworth. And then the uh, the Tate kid who is gone and missing eyes now for some reason, uh, it starts yanking him under the yes, the that's right, thing. that's right, yeah. 
So that's whenever Kate Bosworth asked Kate Bosworth gets the Ambien. Yeah. And so she doses them. She she does. Yeah. So she she's waiting until they're painting in the room. She takes them cake and milk and she she does not even remotely sneakily give him the milk like thomas no. jane is like something just fucking happened yeah and i do like thomas jane sitting there like talking to the kid and he's just he's eating the chocolate cake and uh the kid starts using a fork and thomas jane has it like in his fist and he's just like shoving it in his mouth he's like using a fork no oh. oh that's that's very civilized of you <laughs> very civilized of you i was just like that's fun that's a fun he's having he's fun. a great He's a great dad in this movie. Yeah, he's good. It's good. It worked out fine. Unfortunately, at this point, uh, the ambient is starting to kick in. Uh, this is when he he has asked about the uh, why Sean died, and Thomas Jane tells him that he drowned. Uh, and this is when we've got him passing out in the race car bed, uh, and... This is when the Kinkerman shows up and starts causing a shit ton of fucking problems. The Kinkerman actually eats... Thomas Jane. It's actually a fairly powerful scene because we've got the juxtaposition of the the happy Christmas light time that we had previously. Now the the everything is dark and nasty looking. It's a Christmas tree is still there, but it's bent over. Uh, the boy like has his normal face on, but he pukes up water onto the mom. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he's got a big present in front of him. He pull, opens up the present, and that's when the canker man comes out and starts going after um, Kate Bosworth. They're able to run the fuck away and get upstairs. They're trying to wake the kid up. And uh, Thomas Jane's trying to wake him like up first. Like slapping him all around. And, Can't and do anything he's about like, it. wake up, wake up. And she's like, he won't wake up for a while. And yeah. he's like, what did you do? They close the door and try to hold it, but the canker man is apparently redonk strong and like busts the whole damn thing open uh, to the point where they're trying to, to stop him. Thomas Jane gets grabbed. It basically goes like uh, scary stories to tell in the dark where the, the, the red room girls like absorbs that one kid. Yeah. Uh, and that's when she's trying to stop. She's trying to wake up uh, Cody, and then she gets backhanded against the wall. Yeah, and she passes out. And she actually wakes up to Cody freaking out and calling 911. And so, of course, the cops come because, you know, and, you know, her husband's missing. So they're like, oh, it's obviously a domestic dispute. We need to take Cody with us. Yeah, it's obviously it's obviously your fault. You know, there's no abs there's absolutely no way that Thomas Jane could have, you know, been trying to fend off an attacker or something like that. And that's why the door is kicked in the way that it is and busted all to hell. We don't know where he's gone. Maybe you tried to go after the guy. You might be dead in the corner. But, you know, we don't really care. It was obviously your husband. And where was he? What was he doing around the time that uh, the, the other, other kid, kid was, was taken? Yeah. Obviously, you people are just monsters. Evil, evil monsters. Because I'm a cop and I have decided that you are because it's so much easier than me having to look into anything else. Well, Cody gets yoinked away uh, from them, and that's when she goes to try to learn. Kate Bosworth tries to learn more stuff about Cody because she because she, of the dreams yeah. and stuff from from the social she worker. She wants to see if she can help, uh, <coughs> to, you know, save her husband. And the social worker is like, time. "No, fuck you! I'm not going to give you any information." Here's so she, some here's some domestic abuse pamphlets. Go get some help. She's such a bitch, and, and so like, she. So she she steals Cody's file off of off of the the social worker's desk. And proceeds to, like, do the best investigation. Like, FBI, 
<laughs> like worthy investigation skills. This was better than uh, what was the last one that we just saw with the investigation with the the uh, smile doing yes. the same thing. Yes. And it, it took you like years to figure out everything yes. on it. Uh, this one is pretty freaking cool. Um, this is when she figures out the last group of people. Yes. Uh, she goes to see uh, Benvolio uh, and starts talking to him at a psychiatry, like a, like like a, a mental hospital. A mental hospital. Uh, and they actually have this whole kind of talk. It's like, what happened with this? Oh, well, here's what happened. And they saw that it was weird stuff happened. You know, like... Uh, they put it together that it was the dreams. And then his wife got <laughs> sick. And it was a really bad flu, but it was like, whatever. That's when the canker man showed up and took the wife. And freaking out Benvolio. And then things kept happening and it was even worse. And it just kept going wrong. Uh, so it's at that point that he decided he was going to kill Cody. Um, well, he he kept he tried to get Cody to bring the wife back. So we got weird plastic wife. plastic yeah. Barbie version of it was the wife. Creepy. Uh, so he was going to go ahead and he decided that the only way to stop the nightmares was to kill Cody, uh, and that's when he got stopped. That was the, the whole six, uh, sexual one at the very beginning of the movie that we saw. Um, and then he got committed somehow. I don't know why that went the way that it did. Uh, but, well, you he know. probably told somebody at school and was like... Or something like he oh, was... Oh, no. We, we, we... Oh, no. No, we don't. Because, no. oh. This is what... That, the... that was the other people. So the other yeah. people left. Uh, were leaving him alone. Were completely... So after... They were gone. After he... <laughs> uh, we do find out that the, the... This guy was the second back foster parents yeah so after benvolio or whatever yeah he had a whole nother set of people and they both got yoinked they they both just disappeared and left him alone for a month yeah and he was like asking people in the apartment complex or something for food yeah Yeah. he was like uh can i have some food and so they finally called social services and then that's whenever they get placed with kate bosworth and thomas jane yeah but you know we don't know how he because he was he was fully committed on shooting cody and then he didn't and then he tells uh, Kate Bosworth to kill Cody, but he's like, you gotta do it. No, You've gotta I'm not be our hero. It. I'm not gonna do it. No, you know, do you think those people can come back? And he's like, I don't know. It, you know, if they're gone, then they're probably gone. But they maybe they could come back. But I don't know. You gotta kill him though. It's the only way. So she actually asks him, you know, do you know anything about his mother? And he says, no, just that I just know that she died. Yeah. Uh, this is when. She figures everything out. She goes to the place where she he died. No, she died. She died. And she finds Cody's all of, mom. Yeah, Cody's mom. Uh, and, uh, like, gets her file. And then, like, they're like, well, you know, I see that she got stuff, but I don't know what happened after that. I was like, well, you know, we're really lazy in this hospital. So instead of destroying anything after 30 days, because... You know, the kid has been around for at least four years going through the foster system. Uh, we probably have it down at the bottom. You can go pick it up. I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's in the basement. So yeah. she went down to the basement, um, got got the box or the, the, the package that had um, the mom stuff in it, which included a butterfly. There was a really pretty blue butterfly in there that was a stuffed animal and uh, her journal. And there was like a couple of other things in there, but this is whenever you she found out the truth about his mom. Yeah. And this is when we transition back over to Cody. He's uh, in an orphanage. Yeah, so Cody is stuck in the uh, or, or like the like a I, I wanted to say it was like a uh, like a like 
just like a waiting place or something like that, a place where you put an, kids or something like that. I, I think it was an orphanage. It could have been an orphanage, but that's terrible. Uh, but uh, social services lady is there, and she's like, oh, I want to... He's not sleeping. He's been like this for two days. Uh, he's not sleeping. And they're like, okay, well, you know, protocol is, is that we knock his ass out. We'll do that tonight. And she's like, well, you know, if you guys are going to do that, the the foster lady, the uh, social ser- worker lady that we've been seeing all the time, uh, Trish uh, from uh, SLC Punk, uh, is like... Oh, well, I'll be here for that. It'll be fine. What else is she from? She's Sparks in Shaq. What else is she from? Tons of other shows. Okay, well, that's not I don't know. Next time, you can go ahead and do some checking out for her. Anyways, so that happens, and she says, okay, well, I'll stay with Cody. (coughs) Well, it's at this point that Kate Bosworth actually goes to, um, she's figuring everything out. She's going to go to the orphanage to go get Cody, and... We see Cody sleeping, right? Because they give him medicine. So he starts falling asleep and all these moths just come out of this room because every single time we, we, we have seen that every single time he's being given Ambien or anything else like that to force him to sleep, he has nightmares. Yep. So all these moths come out, right? And you see it and Kate Bosworth gets there and just all these moths come up and you can tell that this place is dead, like empty. Everybody got ate. And so she's slowly walking up the stairs to Cody's room and she sees this chrysalis of the social worker and she's in this chrysalis and she's like, where is he? And she can't say anything because she's in a freaking chrysalis. And so she's like whatever and she 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 just she doesn't even try to open up the the crystal yeah she's like, she just keeps walking she's all fuck you uh so <laughs> at this point we see uh creepy tate uh we see the the um sean the sun sh- yeah sean in the water which was interesting so there's a big bathtub with sean like a just a nor like a bathtub like just some bathtub i don't know where this child ever saw a bathtub like that there's a claw-footed bathtub that just sits by itself uh but that's where her dead you know no-eyed son is uh, dripping water all over her face before he proceeds to flip into the water and then like start splashing around and I assume dying. Uh, Kate Bosworth is like, eh, screw this noise. And she gets out of there. She walks into another room. There's uh, evil Kate Bosworth with no eyes uh, and uh, poor Cody with no eyes. Kate Bosworth walks up to Cody with no eyes. Oh no, he has eyes at he this point. He has eyes, yes. So he looks like himself, but uh, he's watching TV and on the TV is the, uh, the, the, the uh, tub full of black water that uh, dead Sean was in. And that's when uh, she comes up and she slams her fingers into the Cody face and starts messing around with it. And then it was Sean with no eyes. Uh, And then uh, the uh, Thomas Jane uh, is there with no eyes as well. So nobody has any eyes, but we get the, the, the whole metaphor here where it's, Kate Bosworth was trying to turn Cody into her son or do something to it to be, to, to make up more that it was just her son, not Cody. Ah, cool. Uh, we also see that there are a shit ton more of these moth, you know, chrysalises all over the walls. And I guess, I assume it was the, the other kids that were there. Uh, I, I don't know. Or maybe Her the medical staff, staff members, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, this is when she goes into the room. She gets yanked out and thrown. We see that it's the canker man. Canker man starts rushing at her. And this is when she uses the, uh, the butterfly to freeze it. It's a time freezing butterfly. It's a time butterfly. We know that uh, Discworld was not wrong. Uh, is completely able to stop the uh, the, the canker man from moving, uh, and that's when she hugs it. And instead of it being the canker man, it becomes Cody. And she picks up Cody. No, no, Cody no. disappears. Oh, that's right. The Cody disappears. Well, she hugs it. And I then do like the disappears. fact that we get to see the canker man 
like we get like a crystal clear view of the canker man because he's standing there for a while because he's he sees this butterfly and it doesn't pause time. It just he sees this butterfly and he's looking oh, at it. Oh, it pauses time. <clears throat> all, all the but the the moths that were all over the place all stopped moving. I thought it was after she got Cody that all the moths stopped moving. It was after she uh, she showed him the butterfly and everything stopped. Mm. Everything stops. And that was that was the part that I liked. I was like, oh wow! And then she like stand like she's she's standing there. The moths are all frozen. Everything kind of shrinks down. It's Cody. She's uh, he disappears, and then she stands back up, and then the moths are still frozen, and they're just sitting there. So then she picks up Cody uh, and uh, starts walking him out there. She tells him to let them all go. The 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 wrappings release everybody, uh, and that's when uh, the uh, social, social worker, worker like comes up. Is like wait. And I'm just like, you are you shitting me? Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Get out of here. And so, she, and so Kate Bosworth says, I'm taking him home. Mm. And she says, okay. And so so they leave. And there's a really pretty Aurora Borealis on the ceiling. Like, it's beautiful. Like, there's so many great visuals in this movie. And it's at this <laughs> point, uh, we get the whole story. What happened was, was Cody's mom got cancer. But Cody's had this gift, like, since, since he was in his womb. Yeah. Like, since so he was in the womb. He's been causing little little auroras all over the place. Uh, and the mom loved him, but she got cancer. Uh, and so, right before she... It, it, unfortunately, he didn't know that, you know, C's can have S sounds, because he he's, you know, two. Uh, so, cancer became canker. Which makes sense in a weird way, because you're like, ah, okay, cool. And the the canker man was shaped the way it was, because that is how his mom looked a bit. Like, yeah. she was very Near, right very thin, very yeah. skeletal looking, no sunken hair, eyes, no hair. Pale. And um, and so the last thing that she told him was, I will always be with you. Yeah, trying to be nice, but unfortunately he's a, you know, freaked out, you know, three-year-old where everybody's, you know, she's it just kind of faded and that's what what we get um you know so it makes a lot of sense i like that whole bit and up until this point like i'm sitting there like and now what happens well at this point we get an explanation where she goes oh uh you know everybody can dream none of the kids get nobody gets out of this everybody who's gone is gone where do they go we don't know uh maybe cody just has a whole bunch of people inside of his head maybe he, he transfers them into energy we don't know uh, what we do know is that we see this little denouement of uh, all, what happened to everybody after that point. Uh, Benvolio gets his wife back. The Tate kid wakes up in his own bed. And Thomas Jane wakes up with his kid, uh, with Sean. Uh, and then Cody starts making a butterfly, and we end. Man, you really just... I, didn't, the ending part. I did not like that bit. I <laughs> did not like that bit because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, there's a whole bunch of little continuity errors at this point too, where I'm just like, well, when did he ever see a, a bathtub like that? Why would he have seen this? Why would he? Cause you know, you, you literally put in there that he couldn't remember somebody's face. So, you know, are you telling me that he's been seeing these, these moths do these things? Are you tell me, you know, okay, fine. He couldn't remember somebody's face whenever he was I'm young. Just say, okay. What are you going to read? Anyway, I'm going to give this one a six. I'm going to give it six Thomas Jane after having a haircut out of 10 because one Netflix needs to figure out how to do horror movies and they're not doing it. But this one worked fine. Mike Flanagan worked fine. This is a fine movie. I didn't like the ending, but that's only because I felt like, no, I want more Thomas Jane. He was a good guy and he should have made it out of there. He shouldn't have been punked out like a bitch because he was. But uh, what about you, honey? 
I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 butterflies because I like this movie, which is why I told you to watch it. I, d- I didn't say I, I love like the it. visuals. I love the monster. I love the flat. The, the monster f- was very good. I loved the fact that they molded um, a child's fear into something that was just horrifying and like uh, it was it, it, it really was and, and it's something that scares everybody yeah. cancer scares everybody mm-hmm. and it's the fact that it's you know he couldn't say it whenever he was younger he, he didn't understand and he never really saw the word again so it's not like he would have gotten better right that. so canker was cancer and so it's just it's very it, it was good it was really good and the first time i watched this i was like oh my god my heart and i liked I like Thomas Jane a lot more now for some reason than I did before. Before it didn't bother me as much that he died. And now I think it bothered me a little bit more because yeah. I realized what a good dad he actually was. Just taken out like a bitch. Like and, I said. But I'm still giving it an 8 out of 10. I do not think this was a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Look, if I'm giving it a 5 is neutral, I'm not game, uh, whatever, game informer. Okay, well. You know, I'm if, not starting at 7 being a good. Well, if, if Thomas Jane had survived. I I think I would have been okay with it a little bit more if if the people that he had just ate like I feel got, like all of them should like have I feel like everybody that he ate should have ended up in the chrysalis everybody I, I feel like everybody that he ate should have like you know woken up like later at home like when they opened the door it should have been Thomas Jane being there you know like or something like that not let's go ahead and skip ahead and and let me explain to you about your dead mom I was like all right well we're just gonna go ahead and roll with that. Uh, but you know, what is she going to do for the rest of her life? She's going to be able to sell the house. She, she, and she did things like, you know, I, I didn't like Kate Bosworth in this movie. She just, there was no point to her. You know, like I, I get where she was coming from, but you could put anybody in there. This wasn't a, a, a powerful, you know, thing that I, I saw her do. And that's why I got all salty about it. But anyway, did you get salty about it? Did you think that this was the greatest movie of all time? Or did you uh, kind of give it a meh? You know, let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com is going to be the best way to reach out to us. Uh, Or you can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM. You can go to our main webpage, uh, ESAT3AM.com, for all of our our episodes and everything like that. Or you can leave us a a message on uh, voicemail, uh, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would. Let us hear your melodious voice. Until next time, though. Yep. See you soon. Bye.